If you will, I want to turn with me to Ecclesiastic, the third chapter. I want to read just a few verses of scriptures there. Ecclesiastic, the third chapter. It's good to be in God's house today. Amen. Amen. Feel His presence this morning. Remember, while you're looking it up, a quick, quick reminder of Bible study will be this evening at 5 o'clock, and it's in 1 Timothy. I think I announced it wrong last time, but it's 1 Timothy this evening at, at 5 o'clock, so you can be with that. Ecclesiastes, the third chapter. We're coming to time now, you know, we can almost see changes fixing to happen. And I mean, I'm just talking about in looking out into the world, you know, spring is just almost here and we're going to see a few buds and things happen. And uh, uh, it's been a long, hard winter, I guess you might say, in one sense of putting it. It's been tough, you know, but there, there's a purpose for everything. I believe that today. And I believe God is fixing to, I, I personally, I believe God's fixing to move in a congregation and a church world today. I believe that very much so. Because I think, you know, maybe we realize, you know, we need God more today than we ever did, ever had before in our lives today, very much so. And 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 on the other note, we're a day closer to heaven than we've ever been. I put, uh, I put it, we're a day closer to eternity than it's ever been, we've ever been. So uh, remember that. Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, and starting, I'm going to start with the first verse. It says, Everything there is a season, to every time, to every purpose under the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break up, a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rent and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit is he that he hath he that worketh? in that wherein he laboreth. I want to just use some scripture there for just a moment to put into your mind that, you know, there's a time, there's a season, there's a time for everything. There's a lot of things in, and then we've go through in life we don't understand, but there's a time for, there's a purpose for everything. I believe that. Amen. Now there's time for it. I want you to turn back with me, if you will, to Luke's gospel and go to the 17th chapter. We uh, just mentioned just a moment ago, you know, it's time to do everything and then begin to see things, you know, that's uh, changing a little bit because of the weather, the weather's changing for us and things is going to be, look a lot different, maybe two or three weeks again to things bud on out and everything like that. But I want to, uh, us to look at that as a, uh, at the time, you know, the Bible said there's time to, uh, we just read just to you there's a time, a season, a time for everything to happen, you know. And the last, you know, and I just uh, look at it as the last maybe a few months from last summer to now, you know, uh, we've seen a lot of things happen. And maybe the last so many months we haven't, you know, and 
uh, maybe seen uh, in a church world, you know, really hadn't, I don't think maybe it was exploded much, you know, probably in uh, number-wise or maybe uh, spiritual-wise. I don't know if it has yet or not, but uh, there's a time for everything, you know. There's time, you know, that we keep, you know, we, we keep on praying for God even though we don't see things really happening maybe the way that we want to. We uh, just keep on uh, going, you know, and and you can look, and I'm, I'm just, uh, bear with me for just a moment, as we look at her uh, out to the uh, uh, world today, we see all the trees and everything, and now, you know, the last so many months look like there was nothing there. You know, I mean, they're, all the leaves are gone, there's nothing there but just a standing uh, timber, you know, and and uh, now you've, in the next couple, of three weeks, you're probably going to see a lot of changes. And, and as we look into it, you know, and at time because they was, that was, that tree was always, you know, it's, it's always been, you know, you look at it in the wintertime, it always looks like it's, maybe it's dead or something, but it's always, you know, spring begins to change things and, you know, the warmth begins to change things. And, but all that time, you know, we thought it maybe it was, it was dead, but it was still alive because of the root system that it had, you know, and. And that's one, I want to say that to say this today, you know, it's a very important today that we keep a root system planted, you know, inside the Word of God, you know, because there's a time for everything. There's time, it's just not all joy, there's time, it's just not all laughter and all the things, you know, we go through and um, that we see, and that's, we'll fix to see things happen. And, and I, I, I believe personally that we're going to see a move of God in our church world, and I mean, I think as a whole, and not just here, but into the next few months, I believe that myself, because We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot, you know, and, uh, and, and, and we can just stand up and say, you know, we're still here. <laughs> yeah, think about it, you know, and Satan ain't got us yet, okay? Man, we're still standing for what's, what, uh, what's right, and, you know, and maybe over the, you know, the last so many months or things, you know, we, uh, things, you know, we couldn't uh, understand this or couldn't understand that, but there's a purpose for everything, <laughs> There's a purpose for everything. And we see, you know, and uh, uh, let me use this example for just a moment. We read in the Bible, I'm not going to read it to you. There's a parable that Christ spoke about, about the seed falling up on the ground. And some of it some of it fell on the rocky ground and some of it fell, you know, among thorns. Y'all know that, par that parable it talks about. But all through that, and in the last part of that scripture, it says some fell on good ground. And it came up forth, you know, and, and produced a lot. But everywhere in that parable that you read in that parable, there was never nothing wrong with the seed. It was always with the ground that it was planted. Come on, stay with me for a minute. It was always where it was put at, you know, whether it produced or not. And I, you know, and, and, and I'm going to keep that in mind for just a moment. In the next, you know, few months or maybe few weeks, you know, that we're going to see a lot of people out into the gardens working on their uh, garden place, you know, getting the ground ready for the seed to be put in the ground so that it produce. And I believe today, you know, we don't have to change the word of God. We just got sometimes changed to where it's been put. Or clean up to where it's been put at. Anybody don't understand about there's times, you know, my personally, we need to we need to get the ground ready for we even come to church on Sunday sometimes. Because I think God wants to want us our worship today in church more than he ever has. If you get to think about it for just a moment, look how well blessed we are. Just what God has given us and what God has done for us. We look, you know, into the situation. It could be a lot worse than what we have it right now. Think about it for just a moment. 
But God has blessed us so much, you know, and give us so much, you know. And as we preached a few Sundays ago about Paul and Silas sitting in jail, they didn't hold their heads down to the because of the circumstances was because they knew that God had them covered. And I'm here today to tell you that God still got us covered today if you believe in his word, if you're calm and rejoice in his word and praise him and tell God, thank you for everything that you've done for. Even though things, you know, everybody said things are bad. Things are not bad. We still have Jesus Christ. He is still the Savior. He is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We go through elections every two to four years, but we're never going to go through election where Christ is going to be voted out. He's the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and He's always going to be sitting on the right hand of the Father. And He is my I'm joint heirs with Him. Why? Because I accepted Him as my personal Savior. The world didn't give it to me, and the world cannot take it away from us. Do you believe that today? The world cannot take that away. So we have something today to be to rejoice about. We have something today to be happy about, to put a smile back on our face because he is Lord today. There's a time to do everything. And it may be a time in your life, in your season, maybe not be exactly the same time in my season. But I'm here today to tell you, it's not God, it's not the problem. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's us. And that's the hardest thing to make people understand today than it's ever been. Because I'm always right and you're always wrong. Come on. That's most of the time what we stick with. I'm right and you're wrong. But the Bible says it's time to laugh, a time to cry. Time to plan, the time to come. And I'm here today to tell you, if you're wanting to see a move of God, just start getting your ground ready. Just start getting your ground ready. We are seeing the across the country and we're seeing it for the next few weeks, you know, we're going to see changes in the outside of this building and through the trees and the plants and everything. We're going to see a change. And ain't nothing's going to stop that. My opinion, because God has got that under control. Say that to say this. If we got everything planted or ground in, in the right position or the right where it needs to be, there is nothing that can stop you from God's from what God's wanting to do in your life if you'll get everything ready to be planted or to ready to be grown or whatever it may be. I'm going to read another story to you in the Bible. It talks about ten leopards. Y'all know the story. And it said it come to pass as he went to Jerusalem, he passed, or this is the 17th chapter of Luke in the 11th verse. He passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And he entered to the certain village and he met ten men that were leopards and they stood afar off. And they lifted their voice and said, Master, Jesus, or Jesus, Master, have mercy upon us. Everybody knows the, uh, the story of the lepers. You know, if you had leprosy, you had to stay this distance from creation or from uh, people and all this and that. And they could not even go out. You're supposed to be going public, this and that. But they seen Jesus pass by. And that's what I want. I, I'm kind of trying to I'll get to mention this a little bit ago, how important the word Jesus is. 
how important that name is. Even though the world may cast you out, if you know who Jesus is, you've always got hope. Come on. You've always got hope. These lepers, the champion that had the leprosy, they did not have no hope in society. But one day Jesus passed by. And they said, Jesus, have mercy upon us. And he said, he saw them. And he, said, he told them, he said, go show yourself unto the priest. And it come, as they, it come to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. So, you know, the priest declared them unclean, you know, leprosy. So he Christ told them to go back and show the priest. He says, as they begin to leave, things happen. See, I want to say that, to, or some, to, to say what I've been trying to say, say something this. They probably, no doubt, these lepers, people that had the leprosy wonder, why me? Why? Why? And it's kind of like the story, you know, that we preached a couple of Sundays ago when it was about the person that was blind. And they said, you know, who sinned, his parents, or did he sin? And Jesus said, no, it's just for the glory of God. Amen. And we said, wonder why we've been through what we've been through. And whatever you've been through the last six months, well, it could be different things. And has anybody ever said, why does this happen? What's going on? I'm trying to do everything that I can. Why does this have to happen? See, there's a time for everything. There's a season for everything. And God has got the seasons covered. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. See, man does not control summer, fall, winter, and whatever other it is. <laughs> Spring. <laughs> I went blank. God, man does not control that. And man doesn't control maybe what you're going through. And you ask God, why does this happen? And almost these leprosy, you let people let leprosy, they wonder why, but it's why me. But see, God had a plan for them. God's got a plan for you. He said, go show yourself to the priest. He told them all. The Bible said they was all cleansed and they was in they was cleansed, every one of them. Can you imagine how rejoicing, how happy they must have been? Amen. And if you look at your life for just a moment this morning, mine too, we ought to be happy Amen. that we're, at with, I mean, we're happy with Jesus Christ. You know what you're talking about? But this is the problem, I think. To me personally, I just don't think we stop and give God the thanks that he deserves. Amen. My opinion. One time Jesus' parents, they went to the feast of the Passover, I think it was. When he was just a young man, I guess 12 year old, I think it was. And they got so busy, caught up in all the stuff that was going on in this feast. That they left town going back home. And they forgot something. Remember the story. What did they forget? They didn't forget the milk or eggs. They forgot Jesus. And the Bible says it went a day's journey before they realized that it was gone. I love this story because it makes me realize, you know, Mary wasn't perfect either. And Joseph wasn't either. 
They got so caught up, I think, in what they was doing, they forgot Jesus. And don't, do we ever get caught up in things we forget Jesus? Amen. We ever get caught up. We get, sometimes we get caught up in a little blessing and we forget about it. We're just an old happy. And almost to the point, I think these 10 or nine of them were so caught up and said, man, I'm so, I, and then they thought we're cleansed. And it took off maybe going and showing somebody and this and that. I don't know if there's anything wrong with, there probably wasn't maybe wrong with that. But they forgot a, a good, a most, one of the most important things and give thanks to where it goes to. And that was Jesus Christ. And he said, well, I'm turned back. You know the story. And he said, turn back. And he said, well, I'm turned back. When he saw that he was healed, turned back. And with a loud voice, glorified God. Amen. Say, God, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done for me. This is my personal testimony. Some of my best praise times is me and my truck, when in my truck when I'm listening to gospel music. Sometimes, you know, I go down the road and I'm, and I'll be raising my hand in the truck saying, God, thank you. God, thank you. But sometimes we get so caught up, and I do too, that we forget to thank God. We forget to thank Him. Why is it so important, Pastor? I'm going to start closing. Because God's got so much more for you if you thank Him. My opinion. He's blessed us so much, but oh, we could give so much more if we just say, God, thank you. Amen. Thank you. I think the reason that's why it's so important and we're so blessed to have the singers that we have and the worship team that we have and Sister Megan that we probably don't maybe thank God for enough. I'm honestly putting her out just I ain't leaving you out of your all of y'all. Because it's a time we can come and just worship God and say, God, I thank you for what you've done for me. I thank you that I still got a little bit of a mind left. I thank you when I lay my head down at night that I can still have a little bit of peace with all the craziness going on. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I thank you, Father. That I've got stuff in my refrigerator, in my freezer. I still don't have to worry about going hungry. Amen. And most of us is not going hungry yet. We still got what we need. And this one go back and glorify. He looked and he's cleansed. And I want to use this as we close out and say, you know, I want to, I want to just look at ourselves this morning. And say, Mary God. If it had been for you. I don't understand a lot of things why I had to do this, why I lost this, why I had to go through what I went through this last year. I don't understand it. But I'm not letting Satan rob me from my blessings. I'm still going to praise you. I'm still going to worship you. And there's one turn back and he's holding Christ. As he was sitting there praising God. Christ said, wouldn't they ten of y'all be here before? 
Amen. Wouldn't you ten of you here before? I know this may not be a great illustration. I don't know. And we're all probably guilty of this to some point. Get caught up in things that's all right to get done, man, but I was over the ball games this week and the ball game up about ball game out. <laughs> well, the game last night when the boys was playing, it was so loud in there because they were excited about their teams, both sides. Great, I love that. Love that. But why can't we get excited about Jesus Christ? Think about it. We was cheering last night and there was a lady sitting beside I don't know who she was. We high five four or five times during the game. Don't believe that's my wife. She's sitting over the head down. It's just exciting. Over a basketball. Could be baseball, softball, whatever it would be. High-fiving people you don't even know. But I can't even come and worship God or my brothers and sisters sometimes. Really the way I want to because I'm afraid what they think about me. Stay with me. Man, we got so much to praise God for this morning. So much to praise Him for. God's given this youth people, young people here. We should be praising God for them. God given us talent. These young people, we ought to be praising God for it. He said, wasn't it 10 of y'all? He said, yeah. He said, where's the nine out there? He said, I'm the only one who came back. He said, go be made whole. See, the other nine was cleansed from the leprosy, but they didn't, wasn't, I don't think, made whole. They was healed. You may be saved this morning. And praise God for that. But oh, God wants you to bless you so much more. My opinion. How can you get that, Pastor? By not being, just my personal opinion. I wouldn't, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the power of God and salvation. So I'm saying to church, we worship in different ways this morning, and that's fine. But I just want to stand this morning as they're playing. If you want to come and pray, or you just want to tell somebody beside you to just thank you for the witness you are. Just let God lead you this morning, this closing this service. Just let God move in this service today. If you want to praise Him right where you are, if you want to come to the altar and praise Him, come on. Just let the Spirit of God lead you this morning. Let the Spirit of God lead you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. If the others want to come, just come on. Amen. Just praise Him where you're at. Any uplifted hand, just say, just remember, I just need your prayers. God bless them hands. God bless them. 
God bless you. Father, today in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now thanking you, Father, for everything you've done for us. And Father, now we look into your word. There's a lot of things we don't understand. A lot of things we'll never understand until we get to heaven. But I pray right now, Father, there's a time we've read your word. There's time for everything. There's a purpose for everything. And Father, uplift this young boy here this morning, Father, as he is going through whatever it is this morning, Father, that you would just strengthen him, give him strength today, Father. Give him wisdom. Give him encouragement today like you never have before. We thank you so much, Father, for this church you've given us, for each and every single one that's here. We thank you for them today, Father. And we pray now, Father, we go from this point forward that your Holy Spirit is going to move us like it never has before. That we're going to get the ground ready and you're going to put the seed in it and you're going to bring forth a harvest like you never have before in our lives, whatever it may be, Father. We thank you so much for everything you've done for us today. I pray for those that's lost loved ones, fathers, those that's facing sickness, whatever it may be, Father, that you would touch them in a mighty special way. And Father, today we just want to close with saying this, I love you. I love you and I thank you. I love you and I thank you, Father, for everything you've done for us. I'm so blessed. And I give you glory and honor for everything. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And God's people said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.